Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. It is Thursday, September 29th, 2022, and I am your host, John June, and of course, wouldn't be a show without my guy, G Money, Greg Penniman. Greg, how we feeling today, bro? Feeling, feeling real good. Uh, just prepping really in uh, grind mode for, you know, these this week four. This is like Wednesdays when you're really assessing the, the week ahead for sure. And we get Thursday night. We're we're looking past that, looking to all those the Sunday and Monday night games. Uh, got a got a London game Sunday morning, so you know we got to make some tough decisions. Yeah, we, um, you know, like we talked about yesterday on the Thursday night preview, you know, we have a lot more information now. So, you know, we are, it's less of like that preseason talk and what we were feeling and what we were thinking and believing. And a lot of those things just start going out the window right now. And we just start really reacting to what's going on. And, and like you said, it's funny because we're looking past Thursday Night Football. We've already spoken about it. So in our minds, it's like that game has already <laughs> has already yeah. happened. Yep, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but until you wake up today and you're like, oh, wait, there's Thursday Night Football today. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you haven't listened to that, you can go back and listen to it. Um, you know, you still have about two hours till kickoff. So you could go back and listen to that and listen to our prognostications and our bold predictions and all that fantasy goodness that's in that episode that I'm sure all of that will come true. Everything we said in there uh, will come true. You just have to listen to find out if it actually did. So, um, or you can come back on Saturday when we recap it and then we'll talk about it then too. Um, Just for announcement, Saturday will be a little bit early, um, 8 a.m. as opposed to our normal 10 a.m. start. Uh, so that's if you're watching live, <clears throat> that would only impact you. If you're if you're watching live, we'll be we'll be up a little bit earlier. So wake up with us, you know, get the uh, get in the comment section, uh, whether you're watching on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, um, you know, but, you know, just wake up and just tap tap in and, and, and come check come hang out with us and we'll do game previews part two and starts of the week. And obviously, you know, we're going to cover all the 1 p.m. games here today. Uh, so without further ado, let's just kind of start jumping right into it. And <clears throat> this is actually a lot because not all these games are 1 p.m. games. We have a 9.30 a.m. game that takes place in London mm-hmm. where the 2-1 and one Minnesota Vikings are <clears throat> taking on the New Orleans Saints who are 1-2 and two, and will be the home team in this game. This game has a 43.5 point total where the Minnesota Vikings are two-and-a-half-point favorites at this neutral site. Um, In terms of the weather, games in London could be rainy. Um, In terms of injuries, Minnesota linebacker Zadarius Smith, he was a DMP with a knee. Dalvin Cook, the obviously the star running back for the Minnesota Vikings, he – has a shoulder injury. He was able to get in a limited practice today on Thursday. Uh, Coach um, Coach O'Connell, Kevin O'Connell, uh, said that he's day to day. 
normally I say, you know, you guys know my line. I say day to day means week to week, but I think it actually does mean day to day with Dalvin Cook. Uh, he has a history of dealing with these shoulder type, these shoulder injuries. And apparently he had a subluxation, which is not a full dislocation of the shoulder. So if you saw him on the sideline, he actually um, at one point <clears throat> couldn't hold his arm up. And then they brought him in the blue tent and they brought him back out. And he was doing all these arm things, um, you know, seeing, showing he had full range of motion. So Dalvin Cook has played with he's played with this injury before. He just has to play with like a shoulder harness. Uh, so, he, you know, that's something that he could do and it it doesn't limit him in any way. It just becomes like a pain tolerance type of deal. Um, and again, Dalvin cook did this last year, I think on like a Monday night game or something or some Monday night or Sunday night. And, and he just ripped off like 200 yards. It was something crazy. So um, yeah, we'll see what happens with Dalvin cook. Just make sure you have Alexander Madison locked and loaded there. Andrew Booth, the corner, he was a DMP with a quad. And then for new Orleans, both Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry were DMPs on Wednesday with foot injuries. Uh, Jameis Winston was a DMP with a back. Um, Alvin Kamara, he's limited with the rib injury as well as Taysom Hill. And the Saints have a bunch of other guys questionable. So there's a lot of injuries on, on the Saints side. Greg, where are you with this matchup? How do you see it playing out? I'm going to take the over still uh, i'm gonna take the minnesota vikings to cover this vikings to win um just as far as the matchup on the, the viking side uh i do think it might be a little bit of a struggle for kirk cousins it could be you know saints are a pretty good defense um actually i'm gonna take the under yeah thinking about it these are yeah the saints are pretty pretty good defense to face um so far so uh i'm gonna just give a slight bump by you know um, borderline QB1, uh, maybe high in QB2, still performance. Uh, Dalvin Cook, uh, if he can't go, um, just make sure you have Alexander Madison ready. I mean, I'm sure he's rostered in a pretty high percentage of leagues right now. So um, just, you know, monitor that that news. Uh, and I think Alexander Madison is a, you know, borderline RB1 in this matchup, uh, high in RB2. Uh, Justin Jefferson must start out there. You're, you're throwing at him out there as well. Uh, Irv Smith Jr. has some value, I think, as a streaming tight end. Um, on the Saints side, uh, Jameis is more of a QB2 uh, super flex option. Um, Alvin Kamara has – talk about panic room. Alvin Kamara, man. Oh, man. Uh, he's, he's, he's down there in the RB rankings right now. Um, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I don't know. Uh, I'm in a – Hello league and I'm I'm not starting him. I have like you know better matchups, I think. Um like a I think a eight to ten team league. So uh yeah, he's not getting the reception volume that you expect. Um so I you know you can definitely sway me to not be a benchable candidate for this matchup. Uh Chris Olave, uh especially if Michael Thomas can't go, is a you know, I think in a, a good spot here. You gotta keep play him. I think he's a must start option at this point. Michael Thomas, if he can go, I think he's in a flex categories conversation. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to take the under here. I'm, I'm going to take the Vikings to cover. Uh, as our as our buddy here, Mike Q, says, doesn't Jameis have a broken back? Yeah, I think he does have something wrong with his back. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, I will take the Minnesota Vikings uh, to cover. And um, in terms of the fantasy analysis uh give me justin jefferson i know he's been disappointing uh he has a date with marshawn Lattimore, so it's 
it's still going to be tough. I mean, but don't be surprised if he has another down week, but he has to be in your lineup. Yeah. Maybe there's not just Jeff. Yeah. No, there's no way. Maybe there's a buy low opportunity here. Um, also expecting a down week from Kirk Cousins. I mean, I like we both took the under in this game. I really don't want much to do with it. Uh, you know, if if Dalvin Cook can go, uh, like like our guy Q says, Dalvin Cook can cook. I know he can cook. If he, if he can go, uh, I, I, I'm going to have to put him in, in my lineup, I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, unless you have better options. Like, you know, I'm in a league where I, I like to start four receivers. Uh, I don't really want to start take the risk of starting Dalvin Cook. And, um, you know, he I have potentially Khalil Herbert, who I can slide in there. He has a great matchup this week. I don't have to take the risk of the injury and things like that. So, um, yeah, I, depending on what situation, what your situation is, uh, you know, you lean on Dalvin Cook this week. Same goes for Madison. If Cook can't go, uh, maybe a low, a bit lower end RB two. Um, our, you know, Irv Smith is, is definitely streamable uh, for the New Orleans side. You know. I'm a hundred percent in agreement with you. Alave, he's got to be the top guy. Uh, you know, I, I think whether MT or Jarvis Landry play or not, I mean, he's got 26 targets over the last two weeks or something like that. 26, 20, 27 targets. He was the NFC player of the month, uh, has, you know, more receiving yards than, than all these rookies. Um, and he still has yet to score a touchdown. So there's even more up like, and he's, his targets are like these 13 targets are not like the Hollywood Brown or Marquise, like, 10 yards per reception on 17 targets, right? Like this is deep targets down the field, uh, high air yard totals, things of that nature. So, you know, those are coming with high value. Um, You know, Alvin Kamara definitely been disappointing for sure. I think he's an RB2 flex option, not interested in anything else. Um, Q is asking who's worse, Kamara or Zeke? Kamara, for sure, this year. As far as fantasy production, I mean Zeke at least got in the end zone. He's he's his we talked about his efficiency. Uh Zeke's been pretty good for yards per carry. So I'm taking Zeke. And yeah, I mean, if I had these two on my, if I had two of these two on my team and I had to start one every week, it would it would be Zeke. Um he's just more dependable, even around the goal line. Like there's no fear that the the third string uh, quarterback and tight end is going to come steal a red zone touch. Like, I love Kamara, man, and I'm hoping it turns around. Um, yeah, because he's a, a very talented player and not one that I want to bet against. But it's just has not been good so far. Uh, anything yeah. else you want to add to this game, Greg? No. Now let's move on to the first 1 p.m. game of the day. The two and one Tennessee Titans travel to Indianapolis to take on the one one and one Indianapolis Colts. This game has a 43-point total, according to FanDuel Sportsbook, and the Indianapolis Colts are three-point favorites. Uh, this game is played in a dome, so no weather concerns there. In terms of injuries, JT is dealing with a toe injury. He was a DMP on Wednesday um, and then practiced on limited on Thursday. So something to watch there. Seems like he's going to play. Um, there's seems to be no concern there. Uh, they do have a few other guys questionable. Uh, it Shaq Leonard, maybe he makes his, maybe he makes his appearance this week. Have no idea. Um, for Tennessee, Traylon Burks, the wide receiver, he's dealing with an illness. Uh, Kyle Phillips, the wide receiver, he was limited with a shoulder. Austin Hooper, 
That was a DMP with a neck injury, and then they also have a bunch of other guys questionable. In this game, uh, I will take the over on 43 points. I, I am going to take Tennessee to cover three points um, and and thus win this game. Um, on the Indy side, I think JT, he's an RB1. Michael Pittman Jr., he's a wide receiver one. I think Matt Ryan has some decent streaming value this week, or maybe if you're playing in two quarterback leagues, uh, has you know is an option for you as your second quarterback. Um, Tennessee's pass defense is is not one that is very. Neither one of these pass defenses are very good, actually. Um, but um, you know, Hines, I think then also has some RB three appeal uh, as a and a flex option, and then Derrick Henry uh, from in redraft, I think he's the only player on the Tennessee side that I want to play. Um, but I think this game has some sneaky, you know, I know we talked about trailing Burks last week and it, it didn't come through, but I, I think he has some sneaky upside from a DFS perspective, or maybe if you're, if you're really desperate for a flex this week. Yeah. I'm going to take the under, I'm going to take the Colts to cover. I'm taking the Colts to win. Uh, I pretty much I agree with you on the, the indie side, you know, um, JT should be in a bounce back spot here. He should uh, recover and it's got a good matchup. Um, this points to be scored though, for sure. Even though I'm taking it under Michael Pittman Jr., wide receiver one, another must must start. Um, Matt Ryan, I think, yeah, QB2 territory. Uh, I think Superflex uh, category. Um, as far as the Tennessee side, Derrick Henry, I'm definitely looking at Robert Woods uh, and yeah, got, got going a little bit. Um, so I think he's in flex category as far and Traylon Burke still though. I, I'm gonna agree with you. He has the more upside. Um, I think he's gonna get right for sure. Uh, I think these rookie receivers got to give him time, and they're all emerging, uh, kind of you know, week after week. So I think Traylon Burks' time is coming. Yeah, he's definitely somebody that I would stash. I mean, again, we talk about yeah. this. If you have a roster spot, you know, pick up Traylon Burks. You don't have to start them. Just keep them on your bench. And if you play on an app like Yahoo or Sleeper, it'll allow you to drop him after his game has been played, um, depending on this, you know, that's the default setting for the leagues. So you could go ahead and maybe pick up a backup running back, right, from from one of the four o'clock games and, you know, in case an injury happens or, you know, um, you know, one of my guys, Rob Norton on Twitter, he put out something that, you know, I, I, definitely subscribe to in two quarterback leagues. If you play in two quarterback leagues, pick up valuable backup quarterbacks, right? Like, you know, if Baltimore is playing, pick up Tyler Huntley, right? <laughs> just, you know, just in case, right? So like, it's the same, it's the, it's literally the same concept for these, these high end backup running backs. So just a note, um, speaking of Tyler Huntley and Lamar Jackson, this game should be, it's not, oh, man, NFL uh, up here. So I'm hoping that uh it's the at least the Tony Romo game. At least Tony Romo and Jim Nance. It's gotta be. I don't know because don't they usually do that at four o'clock? Yeah, they do. You're right. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> this is this game is crazy right now. I can't believe this matchup is at one o'clock. Like Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, the two best fantasy quarterbacks right now with Jalen Hurts. Like, this is what you want. And just two best players in football. Crazy, two, two, and two players that people thought were going to be terrible out of their draft class. Yeah. Well, people still think Lamar is terrible. I feel like they still sleep on him. Yeah. But you know who's not? 
Baltimore because they're gonna have to pay up. <laughs> to ching to ching with every yeah, game. That's, that's that's all Baltimore is gonna hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Just like uh, the Yankees were a judge, man. Every game. <laughs> every home run. Um I told you, Greg, stop talking about baseball. Like, <laughs> it's funny. I was listening to the fantasy footballers and they were talking about um baseball players and Jason Moore was saying how many baseball players could he name? And then it got me thinking, Greg, how many baseball players do you think I can name? Like all time. Do you think I could name 20? You? 20? Yeah. Yeah. All time. Like all all, all time. Oh, current and, yeah. and past. Uh no. No. You don't think I can make 20? No. I was really thinking no. about it. I was like, I think I can no. hit 20. I you get time. You think I can get 10? All right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this later. Yeah. We'll do it later. <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk about – enough talking about baseball. Let's talk about football now. The 2-1 and one Buffalo Bills traveled to Baltimore to take on the 2-1 and one Baltimore Ravens. This game has a 51.5-point total. The Buffalo Bills are three-and-a-half-point road favorites. In terms of the weather, uh, there seems to be quite a bit of rain in the Northeast. Um, so just be, you know, monitor that across all these games. Um, Jake running back, JK Dobbins, uh, he's not, no longer on the injury report with that knee injury. So that's definitely good news. Uh, Michael Pierce, the defensive tackle dealing with a bicep injury, um, edge, Justin Houston dealing with a groin and guard Patrick McCarry. He's questionable with a sprained ankle for Buffalo. Gabe Davis still dealing with an ankle injury. Um, Dawson Knox was limited with a foot. And then this is big news that I'm hit on Saturday, but I guess I missed it. Safety Micah Hyde was placed on injured reserve. Um, So that's one of the star safeties along with Jordan Poyer, who was injured last week. So that's definitely a blow to the Buffalo defense. Um, They have a bunch of other guys questionable, but Greg, where are you going with this game? Uh, Q is asking over under 75. 75. <laughs> <laughs> Q saying probably over. The, but uh I'ma take the over. I'ma take Baltimore to cover. I'm taking Baltimore to win. Uh I just think I just think Lamar Jackson's gonna make it happen, man. I don't know. I just something for me. Just thinks Lamar Jackson's gonna make it take it over. Uh, I think he's he's of all of those three quarterbacks I just talked about, I think Lamar Jackson's the MVP favorite right now, slightly, but uh, he's just that guy right now. Um, it's all him. He's the QB one, I think, in fantasy this week. Uh, even with the tough matchup, he's going to make it happen. Mark Andrews tied in one. Um, the receivers is tough. Bateman is uh, you know in the boomer bust category. Um, I think he, yeah, if you really are looking for some points, maybe, but I think he's a more of a low end flex. I think you find some some better matchups because Buffalo's uh, corners are still pretty good. Uh, I think Mark Andrews kind of leads leads the way for this uh, passing passing game, and Duvernay maybe as well. Uh, on the Buffalo side, Josh Allen also part of the QB one QB two with uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, Devin Singletary I think is an option as a, a strong running RB two. Diggs wide receiver one you must start as well. Uh, and Gabe Davis as well. The the secondary for Baltimore has been pretty terrible. Um, so I'm starting all those pass catchers, Diggs, uh, Knox, and also Isaiah McKenzie, I think has some um, deeper leaf uh, intrigue. 
Yeah, I'm going to take the over here. I think we get a shootout. Um, Buffalo's pass defense, I feel like is gonna it's taking a hit, right? You can't lose. You can only lose yeah. so many star yeah. players. No Tredavious yeah, White, no Micah Hyde. True. Jordan Poyer is banged up. Like you yeah. can only that defense can only get hit so much without eventually, like the dam has to break at some point. Um, and I love it because that's great for that's yeah. great for fantasy, right? Like, <laughs> so I'm all for it. So give me the over in this game. Uh, give me Baltimore to cover, uh, but I will take Buffalo to win this game Ooh. on the road. On the road, yeah, in Lamar's house. In Lamar's <laughs> house, that's crazy. I know. Um, th- but this could be like a potential AFC Championship preview that we're getting right here with these two teams. Um, yeah, Lamar's rolling right now. He's got a eleven percent touchdown rate. That is, uh, I mean, that's obviously. Crazy. It's through three. It's through three weeks, but it's still higher than the nine percent touchdown rate that he had in his MVP season in 2019. Um, you know, he's on pace for over 4,400 passing yards, 57 touchdowns, to go along with 1,300 rushing yards. Like this is these are video game type numbers that Lamar Jackson is putting up. I mean, we knew uh, this was coming, man. He didn't get that money. Contract years. Con- I felt you give me a team of players with contract years, we're going 17 and 0. Especially, especially a team of players. <laughs> but especially when they're as this good as Lamar Jackson is. Oh, yeah. 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 So, like, give me that all day. Like I said, I think Buffalo's pass defense is trending in a, in a bad direction. Uh, Mark Andrews, tight end two option. Rashad Bateman. He's in play in a game with a high total. But you just have to understand, like Greg was talking about, the volatility that is there with the Rashad Bateman. He he's been living off these big plays, and we saw last week when he doesn't get it, he doesn't get those big plays. There's there's not much of a floor there. I mean, granted, he did have a fumble, but only five points in a PPR league just not gonna cut it every week. So you just got to understand the volatility that you're getting from a guy like Rashad Bateman. If you know you have to make sure you pair him with a guy with a high floor. You know, maybe like a Drake London, right? To to be able to balance out the volatility that you're gonna get from Rashad Bateman week to week. I think Devin Duvernay, he's in a similar boat as well. The, the only real constant in this pass offense is Mark Andrews. He's the only guy you can really depend on week to week. Uh Dobbins seems to be on a pitch count to not yeah. be on the injury report this week. The running game for sure. Yeah. So I you know, for him to to be on not be on the injury report this week. I feel like is a good sign in terms of those touches trending in the right direction. But I think I still think it's a little bit too early. I think I want to like with JK, I want to see it first. I want to see that game where you, where you end up getting, you know, 10 to 15 touches. And I feel good about starting you next week Um, on the Buffalo side, Josh Allen, a good bet to, I I think he finishes as the QB one just mainly because, of what he's going to have to do. I mean, just think about what Josh Allen is going to have to do. Like he threw 400 yards. For 400 yards. And they scored 19 points, 17 offensive points. So like, look like, I think this is going to be a weekly occurrence of Josh Allen running around, trying to make plays every week because of this defense. At some point, again, the dam is going to break. Uh, Stefan Diggs, he he's can he can be the wide receiver one. I think Gabe Davis has a ton of upside. He's he might still be limited by that ankle. Um, didn't wasn't limited in terms of snaps or routes, but he was 
you know, wasn't as effective as we've seen. Uh, did it have to do with the matchup or the ankle? I, I'm more tend to lean towards the ankle. Uh, McKenzie's in play in this matchup, and Devin Singletary, if he was, if he's involved as a pass catcher, you know, this week as he was last week, I think that adds to his floor, which could make him a top twenty option this week. Yeah, Devin Singletary has been a great value this year at fantasy, for sure. Um, all right, let's move on to this next matchup, which is the one and two Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Houston to take on the O two and one Houston Texans. This game has a forty four and a half point total, where the LA Chargers are five and a half point road favorites in this matchup. In terms of weather, there's no concerns there. In terms of injuries, uh, running back Damian Pierce, he's limited with a hip. Um, and then the Texans have a bunch of other guys questionable. But on the Chargers side, Justin Herbert, the star quarterback, he's dealing with a rib injury. So obviously he played last week, probably going to be limited this week. Keenan Allen dealing with a hamstring. He's limited. Rashawn Slater, the left tackle, was put on injured reserve with a bicep, a torn bicep injury. And then Joey Bosa, the star uh, pass rusher for the Chargers was added to injured reserve with a groin injury. So that's definitely a blow to that Chargers defense. Uh, Jalen Guyton, he's been added to the injured reserve as well with a knee. Uh, in this game here, I will take the over. I will take Houston to cover, and I will take the Chargers to win the game. I think on the Houston side, Damian Pierce, he's in another good spot this week. I think he he needs to be in your lineup as a very, very strong RB2. Um, with you know even RB one upside, you Brandon Cooks, he's a strong wide receiver three option. On the Chargers side, you know Herbert is gonna he's the matchup on paper doesn't look very good, but you got to trust your studs here and Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen. Um, you know if he returns this week, you know you you got to play him as well. Mike Williams had a down week, but again you have to embrace the volatility. That's what of he is, that yeah. Game. Like. You drafted him. You can't tilt when he puts up zero because <laughs> you're excited when he puts up 30. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, Gerald Everett, he's a, you know, definitely a nice, a nice streaming option as well. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the over. I'm taking the Chargers to cover, Chargers to win. Uh, on the Houston side, I pretty much agree with you. I like Damian Peace, Pierce. I think he's becoming a must-star option. Um, Brandon Cooks, you're hoping he can bounce back this week. I mean, he's uh, just, you know, had a little tough start, but I think this is the get-right matchup for him, hopefully. Um, so I'm, I'm, he's definitely in, I think, low-end wide receiver two territory, but he's got some high-end wide receiver two upside right now. Uh, and for, you know, the Chargers side, you're starting Herbert. I mean, the man still almost got 1,000 yards through his first three games. Um, he's, still, he's still balling out there. So um, you're playing him. Eckler uh, has been a little tough this year. Um, I think he's in our low end. He's not. Even... I, didn't even, I didn't even talk about Eckler. Low end. RB2. He's RB2. Low RB2. Yeah. Let me see where I have him. DeAndre Carter and Keenan Allen. I think all three receivers have some intrigue, but Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, then DeAndre Carter will be my, my rankings for sure. I love three of them. Again, based on projections, this is not my rankings, but based on projections, I have him as the RB30. So RB3. It's an RB3, yeah. Yeah. So he'll probably end up as an RB2 for me when, yeah, when it's RB2. all said and done. But 
RB two or three, essentially. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We're sorry. I were you. Uh. You said you're into the receivers. Was yeah. That it? Uh. And Jared Everett. Yeah. Jared Everett. Okay. Yeah. All all the pass catchers, but yeah, Keenan Allen for sure. He's alpha if he's gonna be there. All right, let's move on to the next matchup here, which is the one and two Seattle Seahawks traveling to Detroit to take on the one and two Detroit Lions. This game has a 50 point total and the Detroit Lions are six point favorites in this one on at home. This game is played in a dome in terms of injuries. Uh, DeAndre Swift has been a DNP all week. There's no expectation that he will play, um, although he is still questionable. Uh, Damon Ross St. Brown was a DMP on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, it also sounded like early in the week that the Titans or the Lions believe that he could do well with some rest. Um, but I don't think Monrod St. Brown does not strike me as the kind of guy that wants to miss a football game. Yeah. <laughs> there he's on right now you don't want to he doesn't want to leave the field now nah. no so um i mean did you, you you heard what he was saying about diami brown last week did you see that nah movie? i didn't know oh, nah. <laughs> he, he was just like talking about after his game against washington the, the big game he had and they were like oh yeah you know because he remembers all the receivers that were drafted ahead of him and he was like yeah you know i was before the game i was looking at the sideline uh you know just seeing diami brown over there, he's like, I don't think he played, I don't think he played much. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Oh man, uh, amazing! So, this dude is—he's—he's he's a dog. I've said it before. He—you gotta he, have that that different mentality in football, man. You gotta really, yeah, he's different. He's different. He's different. Uh, two hundred two balls a day. He's different. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I think he does give it a go this week. Um, but just be mindful that he is dealing with this ankle. So not saying you want to sit him, but just be, you know, be aware that he might not be available to you. So you have an option to pivot to uh, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, he's a DMP with a foot. Um, bunch of other guys are questionable for the Lions. For Seattle, Travis Homer, the running back, was placed on IR with a rib injury. Greg, where are you going here with this matchup? I'm going to take the over i'm gonna take the seattle seahawks to cover but i'm gonna take the lions to win this game um as far as the matchup uh i do like you know both offices uh, like their their matchups in this uh on seattle side uh geno smith i think is a streaming option um again he's my streamer of the week uh, coming off a uh probably best game of the season so far as far as yardage um so you're you're, you're playing him i think is some some uh, definitely high in qb2 but some qb1 upside um, Sharp Penny, uh, I think he's um, an RB2 option. Uh, as far as the receivers, if I like Geno Smith, I, I like these receiving options. Um, I think Tyler Lockett might have the edge in this one because Jeff Okuda has been bad actually this year. He's getting better. Um, he's probably going to see DK Metcalf. Uh, so I think this might be a Tyler Lockett game. Um, but I think you can still have a you know intrigue in some DK Metcalf as a flex option. Uh, on the Detroit side, Jared Goff, I think, is also in a good spot here. I think I think Jared Goff is could easily you know finish over Geno Smith. I think he's a borderline QB one for me. Uh, um, he's been playing solid uh, so far this season. Uh, DeAndre Swift is not going to be there, so Jamal Williams, I think, is an RB one option. Um, Amara St. Brown, wide receiver one option. You're starting him. 
if TJ Hawkinson can go, he has a good matchup. Uh, so I would have him out there as a, a tight end one option. Yeah, uh, for me, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to take Detroit to cover. going to take uh, Detroit to win the game here. Um, yeah, I'm taking the under just because um, Detroit actually runs the ball th- Sixty three percent of the time in neutral early down neutral Ooh. situations. Oh, wait. Wow, <laughs> wow! And um, when you talk about matchups, Seattle in those situations is the thirty second ranked run defense. So I just see a lot of That's running the ball. See green right there. I see green. Um, so I see a lot of running the football. I see. Uh, you know that potentially Detroit just kind of running away with this one here, because um, when you can't stop the run, like yeah, you you really got no shot at it. Oh. So um, that's why I take the under here. That's why for me, Jamal Williams is an RB one this week. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, he's he's if he can go, he's a wide receiver one. He's going to be in your lineup. Uh, Jared Goff, I think, is a decent QB two option this week. Um, but I don't know if I have a much higher than that. And then for Seattle, I think DK and, and Lockett are, are wide receiver three options or wide receiver two upside. Like obviously one of those guys uh, can, you know, can have more value week to week than the other. And then Geno Smith, I think, again, he is he's also a strong QB two option as well in two quarterback leagues and, and a nice streaming option. Um, Q is asking, does Geno still owe the dude from the Jets $600? Uh I don't know if they ever figured that out, you know. Uh, you know, Geno Smith. If you don't know, got punched in the jaw, broke his jaw right before the season started. Back for the Jets because he owed somebody six hundred dollars. So, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Greg, anything else you want to add to this matchup? Um, nah. Well, speaking of Geno Smith and the New York Jets, we are going to talk about the New York Jets here. The one and two New York Jets traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the one and two Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are three and a half point home favorites, and this game has a total of 41 and a half. Uh, In this matchup here, in terms of weather, there is some potential rain. Uh, for in terms of injuries, the New York Jets. Uh, the New York Jets have put George Fant, their left tackle, on injured reserve. Uh, linebacker Quincy Williams is doubtful with a high ankle sprain. John Franklin Myers, their defensive lineman, is questionable, as is Brandon Eccles, uh, one of their cornerbacks. Uh, for Pittsburgh, Minka Fitzpatrick, he was a full participant in practice uh, after being questionable with a concussion. He is still listed as questionable, but getting a full practice in is a good sign for him. And cornerback Akilo Weatherspoon is questionable with a hamstring. Um, in terms of the game here, I am going to take the under. I'm going to take Pittsburgh to cover uh, three and a half. I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win the game <clears throat> for the New York Jets. Uh, Brees Hall was was more involved last week. I think he's an RB2 option. Um you know, with Zach Wilson coming back, I, I don't know how much upside both of these running backs will have Michael Carter and Brees Hall as pass catchers. Um, Joe Flacco was 
very limited in terms of his mobility. So, I, and he's prone to dumping the ball off to these running backs. I don't know if Zach Wilson is, is going to really do that. Um, so I would probably lean towards one running back over the other, instead of feeling like you could play both of them week to week. Uh, Garrett Wilson is a wide receiver three option for me this week with Wilson returning to the lineup. Uh, Tyler Conklin used my tight end stream of the week. I still think he's a tight end one option this week. And then for Pittsburgh, um, Najee Harris is a wide receiver, uh, a running back, uh, a high end running back two with RB one upside. Uh, Deontay Johnson, a high end wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside. Pat Frymuth is a tight end one. And then I think George Pickens remains somebody that I would like to stash if you have space on your roster. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take the Jets to cover, and I'm gonna take the Jets to win. Actually, um, I think yeah, why you should have Kenny Pickett on your stash because still this offense has been absolutely horrible. So I think the Jets can take advantage of that. Um, on the Steelers side, Najee Harris is a RB two option, um, strong RB two option, uh, volume based. You know, he's he's still getting still got 40 carries, uh, still getting you know some of those targets. Um. Uh, the receiving options, uh, Deontay Johnson is probably the guy I'm looking at um, as far as, as a wide receiver too. Um, still getting targeted heavily, so you know it's hard to take you know keep him out your lineups. Um, and then on Pat Fryermurf, he's a low end tight end one value uh, on the Jet side. Um, I agree with you with the running back situation. Uh, I think Brees Hall is gaining momentum. I think he's gonna. You know, I think he still has a higher upside rest of the season as well. So uh, I think. They are both in the RB2 category, but I think, you know, I would put Michael Carter with a little bit more upside. Gary Wilson is the receiver I want to play uh, this week, but um, actually, and Elijah Moore. I mean, him having Zach Wilson back will, you know, he has that chemistry with uh, Elijah Moore. So maybe this could be a, be a get right matchup for, for him. And then Tyler Conklin, I'm, I'm very willing to play. Yeah, I didn't even want to bring Elijah Moore up because I've been saying every week, I feel like we can play him. I feel like we can play him. I feel like we can play him. And he's a stash, stash. He's a for sure. But I think, yeah, he's a stash. But I think he's gonna be a reason you're like, oh, maybe I can play him next week. Yeah, and the thing is, is I have so Q is asking this question: Zach Wilson expected to start this week. Who has more upside, Moore or Garrett Wilson? Um, I still think it's Garrett Wilson. Um. Just because he does, he leads the team in targets. Granted, those have all been targets from Joe Flacco, but uh, I just unless I unless I get new information that tells me differently, because I do have there is a league where I have both of these guys. There's actually multiple leagues where I have both of them, uh, and I'm choosing to start Garrett Wilson over Elijah Moore until I get yeah. new information that tells me I need to react differently. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, moving on to this next matchup. Should be an interesting one. Uh, the 2-1 Jacksonville Jaguars travel to Philadelphia to take on a 3-0 Philadelphia Eagles. This game has a 48.5 point total where the Philadelphia Eagles are 6.5 point home favorites. Greg, what say you in regards to this matchup here? I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Jacksonville cover, but I'm going to still take the Eagles to win. Um, I think now this would be, be great to see uh, this offense have to for the Eagles have to play the entire game. I, th- I don't think they blow Jacksonville out. Um, so it'd be nice for I mean just more production honestly out of Jalen Hurts. 
um, right right there with Lamar and Josh Allen as far as the fantasy QB I want. Um, he's just been balling this year. Miles Sanders is in RB2 territory for me. Uh, A.J. Brown, of course, you're starting him, must start. Devontae Smith is a must start as well. Dallas Goddard is also a must start. Those three pass catchers have been balling this year. On the Jag side, Trevor Lawrence, I think if you can find a, a better matchup, uh, I, w- I would definitely, you know, go that option. I, I don't think he, he kills you. I think he's in that high in QB2 territory. Um, uh, James Robinson, definitely the running back I'm willing to play. Strong RB2, some RB1 upside. And Christian Kirk, he's just been he's been doing well this year. I think he's the receiver I want to play. Uh, Zay Jones, I think, is uh, – I think if you can find a better matchup, he's a – more of a, you know, I, would, I try to avoid him a little bit. Um, but Christian Kirk, I think, is still playable as a, as a flex value. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to take the under here. I'm, I'm with you on Jacksonville making this game close. I, I do think that they cover the six and a half. Uh, Philadelphia will win this game, though. Um, in terms of the fantasy analysis, I think Christian Kirk, he's, he's, a, he's still a wide receiver one, gets a little bit of a downgrade this week because of the Philly pass defense and how good they've been. But his volume is going to be there. Um, so, I, you know, he, he gets those red zone opportunities. So I think that all of that is still going to, you know, give him a nice floor week to week. Um, Zay Jones gets a downgrade for me uh, this week. I think he's more of like a wide receiver three or four desperation flex. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, and again, I'm with you on Trevor Lawrence. I like him a lot. You know, we we even picked him up in in one of our leagues, Greg. But this is not the week that I want to start him. Uh, yeah, definitely not the week against this defense. So, uh, you know, think he could take a back seat this week. James Robinson, he's been great, but yeah, I see him again as an RB two this week. Uh, Travis Etienne has RB three flex appeal, um, and then on the Philly side. You know, Jalen Hurts locked and loaded high end QB one. I mean, could be the QB one every week. AJ AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, strong wide receiver ones uh, with Brown having having the edge there. And the Miles Sanders, he's an RB three for me this week uh, with Dallas Goddard being a tight end one option. Yeah, I love it. Eagles have four must starts, man. With those two receivers, the tight end and Hurts, it's great. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Revenge game though, Doug Peterson. There you go. Yes, sir. Doug Peterson's <laughs> game. Uh, coaching for the Jags. Um, was How crazy is the Eagles go from having to play Carson Wentz last week Word. to having to play Doug Peterson this week? So Their whole Super Bowl. Like, that's crazy. Two instrumental pieces of that Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, you know, he didn't actually play in the, the Super Bowl. I know. Yo, that record, you know, he had to get in that yeah, record. Yeah, no, he got yeah, yeah. Record. Like 11 and 2 like Yeah, they were, they were the number one seed yeah. when, before he left, yeah. Well, uh, I know there's a quarterback in this next game that we are willing to play over Trevor Lawrence. Um, there might actually be two quarterbacks. <laughs> I would play ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that sounds disgusting on the way out, but <laughs> – <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, surface the, surface value, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. The, the two and one Cleveland Browns travel to Atlanta to take on the one and two Atlanta Falcons. This game has a forty nine and a half point total, where the 
Cleveland Browns are one and a half point road favorites in this matchup. This game is in a dome, so there's no injury concerns that or no weather concerns there. Uh, for Cleveland, in terms of injuries, uh, Denzel Ward, their cornerback, he's questionable at the back. Jadavian Clowney was a DMP with an ankle. And then Miles Garrett, who suffered this scary car accident, um, is dealing with, you know, shoulder injury, um, you know, lacerations, uh, some, you know, other, other, you know, injuries as well, not, you know, non-life-threatening injuries. He was DMP. I think he's highly questionable for this game. Uh, linebacker Anthony Walker was added to the injured reserve. And then there's a few guys on the uh, offensive line that are questionable. And I could have sworn I had the uh, Atlanta stuff down, but I guess I don't. Uh, but I do know that Cordell Patterson was DMP Wednesday and Thursday. Um, so that's definitely something to to monitor yeah. there. I think right now they don't have they don't have any injured players really too. Um, yeah, and I have the injury report in front of me. Yeah, there's I'm not seeing, yeah, that's what it was. I'm, yeah, I, I guess they didn't really have anything, anything yeah. crazy going on. Uh, the only real situation outside of Atlanta or going coming out of Atlanta is the Cordero Patterson injury situation. So, something to monitor. He was DMP Wednesday, Thursday, but they also yeah. listed him. It was a rest slash knee. So, that implies that he's okay, but. Something to definitely monitor. Tyler Algier uh, is the backup there, and probably see the bulk of the work uh, along with Avery Williams. Um, but Greg, in terms of this matchup, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Atlanta to cover. I'm going to take Atlanta to win. Uh, like you said, we're going with Mariota. Uh, I think he's a strong, strong streaming option is me being less hyperbolic than I actually want to be. I right. really like I, know, I, really, I, feel you. I really like Mariota this week, but I just yeah, I really really like Mariota this week. Uh Drake London, he's got to be a wide receiver one. If Cordell Patterson can go, he's a high-end RB2. Um if Algier if he can't go, Algier is probably more like a, a running back 3. Um Kyle Pitts, top 5 tight end option for me this week. Uh, and then for Cleveland, Jacoby Brissett, again, he's a strong streaming option. He's my my stream of the week at the quarterback position. Nick Chubb is an, an RB1, Kareem Hunt an RB2. Amari Cooper is a wide receiver one this week. I think he has a, you know, a great matchup here against Atlanta. And then David Njoku, uh, a strong tight end option this week. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you with the, all the analysis. I'm going to take the under, though, slightly. And I'm going to take the Browns to cover. I'm going to take the Browns to win. Um, I think this these teams are like it's gonna be a 50-50 who who could win this game. Um, as far as the fantasy analysis, I agree with you pretty much. Uh, it's because Mariota has such a, I think a strong floor in this one. I think because he's he's got to get a rushing touchdown. I mean, yeah, yeah, Cleveland's giving him up right now to to quarterbacks. Uh, and also just he's been been solid with his rushing, and you know he uh has three touchdowns, three touchdown passes on the year, so he's gonna add that as well to his floor. Cordell Patterson. If he goes, uh, I think he's a RB, a low in RB one. Uh, Drake London, uh, I think if you throw him out there, strong wide receiver two, wide receiver one upside. Kyle Pitts as well, uh, a group two top five option on Cleveland. Um, Nick Chubb must start. Um, Mark Cooper must start as well. Kareem Hunt RB two option, and yeah, yeah, Brissett. If that, if you think uh, Mark Cooper is going to be killing Jacoby Brissett, it's going to have 
do with that. I would still like Mariota more than Brissett, um, for sure. Um, but Brissett has some streaming value. Yeah, the only reason I didn't pick Mariota as my stream of the week is because I thought about picking him as my start of the week. So, yeah, mm. I have him over Brissett, who is my yes. stream of the week. But I think that this game has a ton of upside. And these yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you know, talking about Jacoby Brissett and Marcus Mariota <laughs> in week four. But it's, it's, it's happening. We're here. So Crazy. Uh, moving on to this next matchup. The two and one Chicago Bears traveling to MetLife Stadium to take on the two and one New York Giants. This game has a 39 point total where the mm. New York Giants are three point favorites. Uh Greg, in terms of the in, in terms of weather, there is some potential rain in this game. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I could have said anything worse to add to a 39 point under, like over under. <laughs> no, you said it right the first time, the 39 point under. Uh, yeah. And that's what I felt like that was without the forecast. Like, you didn't need that forecast to make that line. <laughs> oh, okay. I could do this. I could hold it together. I could still do this show. All right. Chicago, in terms of injuries, tight end, Ryan Griffin, limited with the in Achilles. Uh, linebacker Roquan Smith limited with the quad wide receiver Velas Jones Jr. limited with a hamstring David Montgomery the running back for Chicago he's DMP Wednesday and Thursday with the ankle slash knee this is the weirdest injury because we have no idea what it is is it an MCL sprain is it like a bone bruise is it a high ankle sprain we have not been told. We have no idea. And so we have no idea how long to expect David Montgomery to be out for. So we'll just have to wait until Sunday when the inactives come out. Thank God this is a 1 p.m. game. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got to know if I got to get Khalil Herbert in there. No, um, in fact, I'm already sliding him in my lineup. So I have him in the league with David Montgomery. So ESPN has the projections already as that for Montgomery is zero. So. They know something. I don't know, but Yahoo has it like 11 or 13 oh, for man. Montgomery. And I'm oh, like, what's man. going on here? <laughs> so, uh, you know, they, they uh, in terms of the New York Giants and their injuries, um, oh, sorry, Byron Pringle for the wide receiver for, not that wide receivers matter for Chicago, but anyway, wide receiver Byron yeah. Pringle added to the injury reserve with a calf. Yeah. In terms of the New York Giants, Sterling Shepard, I'm sorry, Sterling. I wish I had some sad music to play. I'm really sorry. Tough, I feel bro. really the bad way, about like the injury. way it happened is crazy. I've never I like, seen injury. I've watched like that. that video like 17 times to see, all right, at what point did you tear your ACL? And I literally cannot find it. I need to go watch like Pro Football Doc or something or one of these other yeah. injury analysis guys out there to see like, yo, where did he tear his ACL? Because it just looks so crazy. Um, <laughs> Mike, Q says, Kenny, Kenny Galladay. I'm That's tough, Galladay. bro. One and a half. If you said one and a half, I'm taking the under. <laughs> I might take the under. Yeah. Because right? he's going to get two targets. He might drop both of them. Yep. Or, <laughs> so, yeah, or not even be there, like, catchable. Yeah. Well, they're probably going to need him this week. Sterling Shepard going on the injured reserve. Uh, Kadarius Tony. 
being that doesn't be anything, yo. DMP with a hamstring. Uh, he could be the only receiver on the field, yo. He could be the only receiver on the sideline, and they would put like, all right, so that's it. We're gonna run thirty-two personnel. Four tight ends, yeah. No. <laughs> Three tight ends, two running backs. That's it. Yep. <laughs> um. So yeah, sorry. Um. Leonard Williams, he was limited with a knee, and Jahad Ward, DMP with a knee. Um, Greg, <laughs> where are you at with this game? <laughs> We're going to spend more time talk cutting on these teams than actually talking about the fantasy analysis <laughs> of these teams. <laughs> that's how bad these offenses are. I literally want the running backs, and that's it, Khalil Herbert, Saquon Barkley, Richie James, has flex value. There you go. That's That's the game right there. You didn't say, you didn't say oh, oh, oh right, right. Oh, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the Giants to cover and, and the Giants to win. They the defenses get it done. That's why they're the streams of the week for both of us. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants the defense gets it done. I'm taking the Giants to cover. <laughs> I'm taking the Giants <laughs> to win. Khalil Herbert, Saquon Barkley, Richie James, and the Blitz. <laughs> We can go back to talking how bad these teams are. <laughs> like, Equamius St. Brown is the leading receiver with 77 yards oh. on this team. 77. Yeah, will, there be, will there be more sacks or points in this game? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Or, like, yeah, definitely more. Yeah, more sacks. <laughs> more sack. They should be definitely more sacks than field goals. But field sacks, goals would probably be sacks plus turnovers or points. Uh I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Hey, if there's five sacks, but the Giants win like three nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it'll be like it'll be like ten three or like ten three. Yeah, yeah, seventeen seven yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was that was interesting. There's one game left. We could do it. We can do this it. This game is nearly not as bad, and Cooper Rush and Carson Wentz are playing in it, and it's still not as bad. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, the the one and two Washington Commanders travel to Dallas to take on the two and one Dallas Cowboys. This game has a 42-point total, and the Dallas Cowboys are three-point home favorites. This game is played in the Dome, so no weather concerns there. Uh, Dalton Schultz, he's limited with a knee. Michael Gallup, full participant with a knee. Dak Prescott, he is out for week four, but he says he could return for week five. And then um, there's a bunch of other guys questionable. And in terms of Washington's injuries, I don't think they have – much yeah there's nothing much to just have a bunch of guys questionable um but no no major concerns or or doubts for this game um in this matchup i'm gonna take the over i'm gonna take dallas to cover the three points i'm gonna take dallas to win um pollard and zeke are both rb2s for me uh cd lamb uh, a strong wide receiver two option this matchup is great but obviously cooper rush is a quarterback uh, who has been great still uh but I don't love CD as much. I don't, you know, as yeah. I would if Dak was the quarterback. Uh, Noah Brown, you know, could see his his role reduced with Michael Gallup returning to the lineup. Uh, Cooper Rush, 
think is is a strong option in, in two quarterback leagues. I mean, if Cooper Rush wasn't out there like scoring 13 fantasy points a game, like I, I would probably be more more open to playing him in this matchup against Washington. <laughs> but I don't know how much it's like they're trying to hide Cooper Rush. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like everything is like hand the ball off or these these quick throws or like a design play to get CD open. Um, yeah, so uh, I think he's a strong option in two quarterback leagues. Uh, in terms of Washington, Curtis Samuel is the wide receiver that I want to play in, in Washington. Antonio Gibson is an RB2. Uh, Terry McLaurin is a wide receiver three flex option. And I'm doing everything I can to not have to play Logan Thomas. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Dallas to cover and Dallas to win. I think the way the Eagles line dominated Carson Wentz last week, I mean, I see no different with this Dallas line. They're going to eat uh, on Carson Wentz. So I think that'll be the difference um, on Dallas side, um, which Zeke and Pollard are both uh, RB2s. Um, They've both been running well. I mean, I think these guys have some upside, especially when Dak comes back. So um, I would be, you know, a little bit more hopeful about them um, as, the, you know, as they get more touchdown opportunities uh, soon in the weeks to come. Um, Michael Gallup, I think he's a stash still this week. I kind of want to see it uh, as far as the receivers. Besides C.D. Lamb, you're starting him because his target volume is, is crazy right now. Um, and, yeah, on the Washington side, uh, Antonio Gibson, he's an RB2 for me. Uh, I'm avoiding Carson Wentz again. Um, if the sack rate has been crazy, especially last week, uh, Curtis Samuel, though, I'm with you as far as PPR, he, he's been a monster so far, not a monster, but he's been very solid with this floor. Um, and yeah, Terry McLaurin's flex value for sure. So that's about it. You're not going to help me through with this Logan Thomas thing though. <clears throat> nah, we have to mention him. Like, you know, are you playing him though? Like, would you play him? Uh no, bro. This is where I'm at right now. I'm literally. We talked about the Buffalo game in Baltimore, and I didn't mention this, but and I wanted to, but Isaiah likely. Like I'm looking at him, <laughs> like because in the league of extraordinary people, I have Lamar. The game is like we're expecting shootouts. Likely has been a little bit more involved in some of these games. I'm like. Is that am I too crazy? Is that too crazy? Or do I just take like my five points from Logan Thomas? Uh, this is for our league, extraordinary yeah. people. League of extraordinary people. Oh man. Oh yo, just just get Cameron Bray. I mean, if I want five points, I'm just gonna start Logan Thomas. <laughs> like, all right. Will you all get right, that yeah. though? Will you <laughs> even get five? I think he got me five last week. I don't remember what it was. He has three. Three and three catches. That's their three, three and two on the year. Oh God, it's been bad. It's been bad. Yeah, two receptions for five yards last week. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm Cameron, like, you know, Cameron I'm stuck three. in a rock in a hard place, man. Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson bought up a zero last year. Yeah, he did. Oh, man, it's rough out here. Yeah, Cameron Bray is your only option. Unless you want to just take the... The shot on likely, though. Am I crazy? Nah, actually not crazy for paying anyone over Logan Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I'll think about it some more. I'll let the people know what I decide. Yeah. Oh, all right. That is it for the early slate of games. Obviously, this is this is always fun. Um, almost didn't make it through the rest of. Somewhere else, like place that somewhere. A matchup like that, you got to put that like last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game should have been the nine thirty game, right? So like, Ooh, yeah. So we just wake up. <laughs> you just wake up, and it's like, oh, it's. Fun. I mean, you'll be grateful for it, right? Because it's yeah. nine thirty football. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about like. There's only like so many people that have Khalil Herbert and Saquon Barkley and Richie James. You like, wouldn't even have to worry about the lineup blocking or anything like that. Yeah. So, Greg, anything else you want to say to the people before we close this out? No, nah, man, I'm I'm excited for this Thursday night game. Uh, two should be playing, so uh, should be real good. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, we get two. We get Jalen Waddle both on the injury report. We get a little rematch, a little SEC. I heard, you heard, heard that. Hope heard that smoke with Eli Apple. So, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm gonna look oh, it up right, right now. I and then stick Tyreek Hill in a bunch of DFS lineups before the game starts. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> All right, people. We All will right. catch y'all on Saturday, 8 a.m., bright and early, right here, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, uh, via Periscope, however you want to watch us, however you want to consume this content. Hey, if you're listening on podcast, it means you just can get the podcast a little bit earlier as soon as you wake up on Saturday. So we'll catch y'all later. We will uh See y'all next week or on Saturday. Have a good one, and we are out of here. Peace. Yeah.